All right, we are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are here in the building. We are early today, at least, at least for me. Early today for me, not for not for my good friend here, um, who is here to help us. He says to follow our passion so we can find our voice. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, that's right. All right. We got Mike Armstrong here. He's from the UK, and we're going to have some fun tonight or today, wherever you're listening right now. Here we go. It's the Authority Project happening right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of the Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. All right, we are back with another episode of The Authority Project. I am Brian S. Arnold, and you are the project. We want to attach authority to your name so you can sell more of what you're great at. And we are blessed to have Mr. Mike Armstrong here on the virtual stage to help you do just that, how to follow your passion to find your voice. And we got a lot to unpack here, so get ready and enjoy the ride. Um, how you doing, Mike? I'm uh, awesome. I'm having a, a great day, as I do every day, really, because I'm uh, following my passion and I found my voice. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So before we dive in, before we dive in, and we got, we got a lot to talk about, but before we dive in, please tell um, the audience here who you are personally and then professionally. Okay. Well, personally, I'm uh, I'm, I'm a son. Uh, I'm a, a brother. I've got um, a brother and two sisters. Nice. Uh, I'm a, a, a great human being. Um, I'm somebody who is a, a massive relationship builder, and um, somebody who likes to live life to the max, uh, live life with no regrets, and have uh, as much fun as I can um, along the interesting journey um, that we all find ourselves on. You know. I love it. That's awesome. I love that, man. So um, tell us what your current project you're working on at, at the moment. So, um, well, professionally, I'm a sales and marketing consultant, trainer, service provider. I'm a sales mentor. I'm a global networker. Uh, I'm a sales and marketing director for a networking and events company. I'm a podcaster, a YouTuber, social media influencer. I started a bit of TikTok. I'm somebody who works all the hours under the sun because I don't see it as work or life and a work-life balance. I see it as all life. And if you work, uh, uh, if you do something you enjoy for your work, it's just part of living, you know, and I just like to live. Awesome. I love that. So let's talk about passion first now. It's a big debate, you know, uh, about going going with your passion to see if that, going over, you know, after your passion, if that really works, right? So because it's been kind of put out there that every passion is not profitable or is it you let me know what is it about following your passion that you think should be the right step forward for anybody going through you know trying to live a type of entrepreneurial style of life well well basically life is 
to say, uh, as, as, as the song says, life is a roller coaster, you know. There's nobody that can get through life without, uh, you know, some ups and some downs. And um, if you're going through life and you're um, going to have some struggles from time to time, then unless you're actually doing something you really believe in and you're really passionate about, then a lot of the time you're going to get knocked off course and, you know, you may not get back on course again. And what a lot of people do, because they're not passionate about what they do day in, day out, is they have some hurdles, could be financial, could be uh, knowledge, education, could be, you know, um, some bad experiences, whatever. They have something that knocks them off course and they end up then staying in their, uh, what, what people know as the rat race, they stay in their comfort zone for the rest of their life. And they miss out on all of the things they could have been, all of the things they could have done, all of the opportunities they could have had. All of those things get wiped out because of uh, the fact that something happened in their life. And because they weren't following their passion, that something knocked them off course, put them into a bad place. A lot of people never recover from that. Got it. So let's 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 talk about the scenario if we get, when we have our passion. See if we have our passion, right? How yeah. do we now follow it so that it makes an impact so we can eventually have a lifetime lifetime living like most people we see out there doing or or dream of doing rather? How do we make a living out of doing out of doing that? Why why is it important to find our voice, like you're saying? Yeah, well, um, well, ultimately, you you can't find a living and make a living out of every single passion in the world, but Lots of people have lots of passions and you've got to find the right passion within you that you can also make a living from and you can help other people uh, with. Because, you know, ultimately, you know, we all are complex human beings and we all have multiple passions. And so it's not about, you know, oh, yeah, well, I like tiddlywinks and I'm going to be a tiddlywink professional or whatever. Or, you know, it's about finding out of all of your passions, which is the one that if you really fed it, if you really learned and you really become good at it which is the thing you'd love to do forever and maybe teach other people how to do and how to become a master in or become a leader in. And, you know, ultimately, um, most people these days, they want everything too quick. They want everything today or, or even yesterday. And that's not realistic. And if you actually really pick one of your skill sets, one of the things you love doing, you know, if you like outdoors, doing something outdoors, if you like, you know, relationships, doing something with people, you know, if whatever, you know, the, the thing that you are passionate about that you can also make a living on, if you actually just keep doing that thing and you do it for, you know, hours and hours and hours and weeks and weeks and weeks and years and years and years. And eventually you're going to become like a grand master in whatever it is that you're doing. You know, you can't do something over and over and over again, especially with a willingness to keep learning and keep improving without becoming a master or a Jedi doing it in 10, 20, 30, 40 years time. So a lot of the entrepreneurs I've met and have listened to, they tell you that, you know, you've got to pick your passion. You've got to get in the queue of life and you've got to stay there waiting for your turn. And what a lot of people do is they jump out of the queue when they're not finding um, they're getting anywhere further forward. And they join another queue and then they join another queue and then they join another queue. And then they decide to get out of the queue altogether, sit down and give up on queuing because they weren't getting up quick enough in the queue. You know, my thought process is if you really, really are passionate about something, if you're really willing to learn and educate and develop and grow in a specific area, over a certain amount of time, you will become a master at what you do. And if you've picked an industry or a sector 
you can monetize that ability, that knowledge, that experience. And over time, you'll move up back in order in the queue, become the person, the key person of influence, the key person to go to, and the person who, therefore, if you have the right strategies and the right systems and processes and products and services in place, you can start monetizing your position as head of the queue. I love that. So what do you say, what does somebody, they're looking at you now and say, you know what, this guy here, Mike Armstrong, you know, of, of course you can do it. It's easy for you to say, because, you know, you're, 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 you're like the natural born salesman. You know, you have it all together. <laughs> you know, of course you can do it. What do you say to people like that, where they, they don't feel like they have the, 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 the chops to, you know, really do those kind of things, like really, you know, get out there and, and, and really express their passion to the world? Yeah, well, um, there's... There's a myth, I think, that, you know, a lot of people look at other people and they think everyone always thinks everyone's got it all together. Everyone's, you know, they're superhuman and, you know, they can do it. It's all right for them. They can do that. But how could I do that? You know, a lot of people think like that. But, you know, I've always uh, been brought up and I always have the mindset of if someone else can do it, then I can do it. Because everyone out there is just flesh and bones. You know, we're all made of the same stuff. We've all got the same mechanics, the same engineering, the same brain, the same same everything, really. We're not all great at the same things, and that's why we have to pick the thing that we are passionate about, and that's usually something we're good at anyway, you know, because that's how passion comes from. It comes from the ability to be able to do something well. Um, and so, you know, when you look at other people, don't I, I don't put anyone on a pedestal. I don't care who they are. You know, at the end of the day, they all got the same biology. They all got the same makeup, yeah? Just because they've actually mastered something, it doesn't mean that they're any better than you. It's just you can master something too. And, and so we're all equal. We're, we're all able to be the masters of our own destiny. We're all able to be, you know, grand Jedis or, or you know, the, the top of our tree. It's just a lot of us don't choose to stick at something and, and because we haven't found that passion. We haven't had that ignition yet yeah, to actually, you know, to set us on the right path. So you've got to keep looking for that thing that's going to set you off and keep working you know, you've got to do that when you're young otherwise it's going to take you a lot of time to build up that sort of grand master expertise but um but literally you know if people always seem like they got it together that's just because people will always put the positive side of themselves on social media or you know in the press on the media and that but nobody's ever got it fully 100% together. I don't care who they are. You know, we all have ups and down days. We all have problems. We all have, you know, deaths in families and COVID sufferers and, you know, uh, business plans that go wrong and technology that fails us. And it's, it's human beings. We're all human beings. Mark Zuckerberg has that. Bill Gates has that. You know, Richard Branson has that. We all have these problems. It's just how we choose to deal with them that makes a difference. So, you know, the, the, the leaders of the world decide to use uh, problems, obstacles, you know, stuff that get in their way as sometimes fuel, you know, um, fuel to drive them, you know, to, to think better or be more creative or, or be innovative or find better ways around problems. And a lot of other people just give up. They give up. They get a problem at some point in their life and they give up on it. And, uh, and that's the difference a lot of the time. So, you know, mo most uh, of the difference between success and failure isn't whether someone's got their uh, stuff together or not. It's actually whether they, they choose to be successful or not. It's their mindset. So anyone can work on their mindset. I was lucky. I was very successful as a kid. I was good at sports. I was good in school. But I had a winning mentality. And I've been in sales all my life throughout my career. And I've always been 
you know, better than average, you know, better than the people around me because I started off with the mentality of wanting to be the best. And I kept willing, I'd be willing, I'd be a lifelong learner and willing to teach myself the skills and get the experience and the expertise to become the best in whatever I've done. I just don't give up on it. And just because an obstacle comes in my way, it doesn't mean I'm just going to go, oh, well, I'll give up on that and try something else then. I keep doing what I do because I'm passionate about it and I love it and I enjoy it. And uh, I believe that I can get to the number one spot. And if I don't get to the number one spot, then, you know, maybe two or three won't be too bad out of all the millions of people that are competing for that same spot. Um, you know, ultimately, you've got you've to keep going. You know, you've got to not give up and you've got to have the right mindset to to chase your dreams and not just, uh, you know, become one of the 90% who quit quit, quit on life. <laughs> I, I love the, the passion right there in, in your in your answer there, Mike. So let's talk more about this voice thing. Is there, is there a strategy that goes about developing the voice? Because you can have people, we're in a crowded space, you know, of, of either people who are coaches or who are product creators or what have you, who are maybe even bigger brands, where there's competition everywhere. There's people who, you know, they can come to you or go to someone else uh, with the same solution. So talk to us about how we're, how we're developing our voice so that people can resonate with that in a, in a, a much deeper way than, because I, I, think, I, think, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out still right now how to develop that. How, do, how does one go about doing that? Well, ultimately, again, if you're doing so, I, I've been in sales and marketing for you know most of my life since I was about eleven. I started off as you know entrepreneur, selling, buying and selling things as a kid. Uh, got into employed sales at fifteen. I've been involved in the communications business all my adult life. You know, from fifteen upwards, I'm forty three now. So all of my adult life, I've been involved in communication as a business, as a way of making money. And I've managed lots of salespeople and lots of marketing people since I was 18. So again, most of my adult life, I've been managing people. And the difference between good communicators in the sales and marketing and bad ones is often whether they believe in the product or not, whether you believe in the product, the service, and the solution that you're offering to other people. If you believe in what you're doing, if you're following your passion, if you really have a good product and a good service, you'll shout off the hilltops to anybody and everybody about what you do. If you don't believe in what you're doing, then, you know, you don't believe it. You don't necessarily want to convince other people of it because you're not convinced of it yourself. So people struggle to find a voice, you know. So people in the business sometimes are not doing the thing they should be doing. And, you know, maybe they haven't got the best solution that they could. They've joined the crowds. They're doing similar stuff as other people. And they haven't really got the confidence to find their voice and to shout about it to anybody in any capacity. There's so many different ways to communicate your voice, your message, your solution, your offering, you know, who you are, your values, all these sort of things. There's so many different ways of communicating them these days. You know, you've got video and audio, you know, on podcasts and YouTube and TikTok and Facebook and all the social medias and then all the traditional medias. There's so many places to put your message out there. But unless you're confident in your message and you really believe in your message, people will shy away from putting their message out or I don't want to say it too many times or I wouldn't want to say it to them or they might not like it or that sort of thing. Because when you've really got something good to offer people and you're really proud of what you're doing and it really fits in with your core values, 
you'll tell everybody. You're not worried about, you know, you're not worried about, oh, what's it going to sound like on video? What's it going to sound like this? If you haven't got that confidence, it's because you haven't, you don't believe in it yourself enough, like, you know? I like it. I, that is definitely true. You've got to find your voice and you've got to use whatever vehicle is out there. And it's never been so many options and so many choices for people. Uh, but there's so many different ways of sharing your message to your target audience that, uh, you know, you just got to get involved. You've got to learn these things. Again, some people are, uh, are a bit older and they don't like the technology and, and they're like, you know, oh, I'll try and eke out the last 10 years of my career without having to use Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or whatever. And it's like, no, you know what I mean? You don't want to rubbish 10 years. You want a great 10 years. Use the tools that are there for you right now. Don't just, you're never too old to learn new tricks. You're never too old to learn something new. I've taught loads of technophobes how to use WordPress, how to use LinkedIn, how to use other social media platforms, how to do videos, how to create a podcast. You know, you're never too old to learn. It's just whether your mind is right, whether you actually choose to want to learn or not. That's great. So I have one last question for you. This is awesome so far, man. I, I love everything you're just saying. The confidence factor is definitely something that people need to understand. That if you're not confident about what you're putting out there, it will it, it will not only resonate with with, with your audience, it'll, it'll resonate with you. And people will see that. So I'm glad you 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 let us know about that on this on this broadcast. So I just have one last question. And it goes something like this. People are watching you right now. They're seeing you. They're, they they like what you're saying. And they have maybe they have similar similar goals, similar interests. And they want to do the same thing that you are doing, Mike. Exact same thing. Um, can you give them just a few tidbits or or maybe just one big step of how they can be an authority in this space? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I'll just, I can't really give people uh, an idea of something I haven't done. You know, I like to teach people, you know, something I've been through, I've done it, I've got the t-shirt, etc. So how, how I've become an authority throughout my life is by one, a willingness to learn. So I'm a lifelong learner and I'm, I'm willing to learn the, the, the 20, 30, 40% that most people don't learn. So most people, um, when they have their mobile phone, they don't understand everything it does. They just use it to maybe 60% their capacity. Same with LinkedIn, the same with Twitter, the same with Facebook. Etc. Just keep willing to learn and keep um, using all of the tools and the uh, functionalities that are available to you maximize your opportunity to communicate with people, not just at 60, 70%, go 90%, 95%, 100% every time. You know, go all in because you only got one life. So don't give it, you know, three quarters of your life or three quarters of your effort. Give it 100% every time. And then what you've got to do is you've got to upskill yourself. You've got to learn how to blog in order to be a communicator and an authority figure online and in, in text. You've got to learn how to podcast in order to be a, communi a communications expert and an authority figure um, via audio. You need to be able to learn how to create good videos and great, great content in order to become an authority figure um, via video. You know, you need to be able to learn how to communicate via LinkedIn uh, and social media platforms in order to communicate to a wider audience, uh, you know, online. You know, you, you have to learn all of these skills so that, you know, over a long period of time, you can become a master and you can be seen everywhere, um, become omnipresent so that you are an authority figure 
for your sector. You become the key person of influence in your industry. And you become the go-to person that everyone else needs to go to because you're the one who's making all the noise. You're the one who's leading the conversation. You're the one who's uh, leading the innovation. And you're the one who, who is the go-to person in the sector. So that would be my advice is, is don't rush it. Build a, a career over a long period of time. Continue to upskill yourself constantly with new technologies and, and, and new ways of communicating your message to your target audience. And over a period of time, you're going to become the authority figure in your sector. Can you just show, show people right now how to get a hold of you um, after the show? That'd be great. Yeah, no problem. Um, so I've got a website, which is MichaelArmstrong.me. Um, I've also got a hashtag, which is Michael Armstrong. And if you search for my hashtag in Google or on social media, you'll find all of my content. Um, I also work for um, a global networking and events company called IntroBiz. And anyone who listens to this show and wants to join uh, an online networking event, um, we do one 9 till 11 a.m. UK time on a Friday. And if anyone wants to join, they can come along as a guest of mine. It's a members-only network, but you can come along as a guest of mine and, and see whether the network would be something suitable for you to join. But it's full of awesome entrepreneurs, collaborators, partners, people who really want to help uh, help you to grow and succeed. So uh, come along as a guest of mine. Uh, I do a lot of online networking as well. So if ever you want to join me on any networking events, get in touch with me via my website or via my social media platforms. And uh, if you want to follow my podcast, or my YouTube channel, just check out the Mike Armstrong podcast and the Mike Armstrong YouTube channel. Great stuff, man. I hope everybody got a lot out of this. I know uh, this is very inspiring. People are, are giving us some, some good reactions on, online there. So um, thanks so much. I appreciate it, man. Anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, um, check out my happiness formula. It's something I'm willing to give to anyone really on the planet who wants to be a happier person than they are today. It's a simple uh, five-step plan. It's called the Smart Happiness Formula, and it's five things that you can do on a daily basis to be as happy as you can be, really. I don't think uh, there's any way you can become more happier than if you follow my five-step plan. So uh, check that out on my website. And if you want me to give you the happiness formula, I'm more than happy to do it because I love helping people. If I can make you happier, and I've done a good job. Take care. I love this guy. <laughs> awesome stuff. Remember, go to theauthorityletter.com to get to go there now, join the list so we can help you build your authority platform so you can build your platform just like Mark Armstrong is doing every single day of his life, apparently. So take care and we should see you on the next one. Build it, share it, and they will come. We're out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority-building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.